Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk Podcast. It's another brief tale, and we have someone really fun on today who I've known for a long time on the internet. It is Mr. Chris. Welcome. You may know him from the Instagram or the Twitter, which I know you have two different names, so I don't want to mess them up. So what are your two different names? Actually, I just changed them so they're the same. <gasps> it's at Yeah, I know. It's at Chai Fonger. C-H-I Fonger. Okay, well, that makes it easier. You used to have two, and I knew I'd mess one with the other and get it totally confused. Because I'm a professional, and I don't do such things, but I really do. Yeah, Twitter Twitter used to be bikinis and thongs, but I've been wearing those less and less. So, Well, you did have the, focus. the entire year of thongs that sort of kicked that off, and, well, you kind of stayed thongy. I did. Nothing wrong with that. We have no judgments here at the UNB podcast. So before we get started into our long list of questions, which is only about eight, tell the listeners a little bit about you. I know many may know you from either site, but tell a little bit about yourself to our listeners. Um, I'm a 40-year-old gay man from Chicago, software developer in the business intelligence space, just enjoying underwear and life. And he loves the thongs, as you know by his name. And this yes, is, I do. And I will say, usually on the website, when I refer to a traditional bikini, this is the person's definition I use. Yeah, I'm pretty opinion- opinionated about that. So, yeah, that's <laughs> I'm opinionated about thongs, too. I don't wear ones with waistbands. I'm a little, yeah. little picky. But that's the definition I use for a bikini. So if you ever see me talk about it, or if I say someone, this matches someone's definition of a bikini, this is the person it matches. Because <laughs> it's very specific, and I kind of agree with the, and I definitely agree with the uh, definition. Yeah, there's someone on Twitter who posts, like, his bikini pictures, and they're, like, briefs, and I'm like, just, no, no girl, no. And he's, <laughs> he knows his bikinis, I'm just saying. Just saying. So how did you discover your love of underwear, thongs, bikinis? How did it all begin? I actually discovered it while walking through shopping with my mother for like back to school clothes. We would go through Target and invariably we go down to the, the, the underwear aisle and, and there they were. Um, it was the, the bikinis and some of the other different style cuts. And my mother always grabbed the tidy whities for me and it was kind of disappointing and not what I wanted. But at that young age, I wasn't really able to express what I did want. So it was always like, there it is on the shelf and blah. And then, you know, there's always the, the cl- there's always the cliche of the JCPenney catalog, too, which yeah. would arrive at our house and be perused for the next six months until the next one arrived. Yeah. And you're always excited when there was actual a bikini in there and not just the tidy whities. I always remember there being a bikini in there. I don't remember them ever not, as far as I can remember. But maybe I found them later. I don't know. Well. I'm older, but yeah, they didn't have them. And then they did. And it's like, oh, my God, bikini. Oh, my God. But that's just that's just my age showing. So what intrigued you about underwear at that age? When and then when did you get your first really good pair of underwear? Do you remember that pair? Yeah. So what intrigued me was just like the sheer sexiness, the the picture on the package that was just really like, oh, wow, I could look like that. Like, I don't want to look like that kind of thing. The first pairs that I bought weren't all that great. They were from Kmart. Um, okay. They were a brand called Hang Ten. I it remember was, those. Uh, it was a three pack of animal print thongs. 
the tail was like this elastic stringy thing that really felt awful rubbing against the bits that it rubbed against. And I bought them and wore them under my tidy whities throughout high school because that's all I had. And I wanted to wear them and, and feel sexy wearing them, but not let anybody else see that I was wearing them in you know, <laughs> the sports and in gym class and whatever else. So that's what I did. It wasn't until I went away to college and by some miracle of gayness, the international mail catalog arrives in my mailbox. Like this oh, beacon yes. of, you have arrived, here you are. Your gay and welcome I, package. Exactly. It, it's exactly how it felt, to be honest with you. I ordered my first pairs of like undergear brand bikinis and thongs through them. And those were absolutely phenomenal. I actually had one of them up until recently. It didn't make one of my recent purges. It didn't get, it didn't make it through. That was wow. the oldest pair of underwear I had. You can make big money for those on the secondhand market. Anything under gear goes big. Yeah, I don't have any anymore. I think all the stuff that I had from them has now been purged or actually just wore out after decades of wearing them. Oh, um, yes. Especially early on, I was wearing them a lot more frequently because I didn't have as many. Now, my pairs don't get worn that often because they are so numerous. You have a massive underwear collection, just like most I, people listening. I do. I think I counted recently, and then I just got like a huge order in from Javon Design. So I think I'm up over like 420 thongs at this point again. Wow. So yeah, that's a little bit. I think there's like, if I remember, there's like there's like 80 or 90 bikinis in my drawer too. So that's it's kind of obnoxious and a little out of control. Well, at least the good thing about thongs is they take up a lot less space. Yeah, but when you have 400 of them, they still take up a lot of space. And they take up two whole drawers of my dresser. Well, I have a whole dresser full of underwear, so can't complain. Yeah, I have one, the two drawers of thongs, the one that has bikinis and speedos in it. And then that's pretty much it. Well, I have a whole dresser because, you know, out of control underwear buying and running a blog forever gives you lots of underwear. So I have to ask you a question about undergear. So did you buy it over the internet? Was it internet days or pre-internet days? I started getting it pre-internet days. So I'm dating myself, but like I was starting to get the catalog before you could order online. So I was doing the, you know, mail it in, write out the order on a little order form and mail it in and then you'd wait. And then the internet came around and I started ordering through them too that way. See, I never did the fill out the order form. I always called and got the order because I wanted it sooner. And if I mailed it in, it took longer. I always felt weird calling in and just placing this order with like some random customer service person who clearly wouldn't know who I am, but like nope. telling them, hey, oh, I want this thong and this thong and this thong and this thong and this bikini. It's kind of like I felt like even when I felt back at the, in the days in the first Kmart purchase where I walked up to that cashier with my little three pack of thongs in my hand and my money in the other and, you know was hoping she wasn't going to give me the evil eye or something. I kind of just feel weird about doing that over the phone. So I just would mail it in. Well, the funniest thing is, I don't think I ever got a guy on undergear when I called in. It was always a woman. It sounded like sort of older women, grandmother's type. And you would give them (laughs) the number and they're like, oh, you want the such and such. Whatever the title of the item was. And it was like, you have to say it out loud. (laughs) Exactly. like, what color? I, so think, I always did it. 
I think that would have traumatized me. I just really didn't care at that point. I'm like, um, just give me. I want it now. Give me. And like I told a couple people, I had the international mail credit card. So it was just like, I just felt that was just it back then because I had the credit card and I could order stuff. Granted, I had no limit whatsoever. I think it first started off like two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and then got bumped up to when it got bumped up to like five hundred. I was like, "Oh my god, I got five hundred dollars!" And I went on a massive shopping spree right after that. Of course you did. And I would spent done the same like three hundred dollars on underwear. Oh, I do that regularly. <laughs> and then, well, this is when I was like nineteen, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have so much underwear! Oh my god, look at this!" When my collection probably fit in one drawer. Now it's old dresser. How did the undergear and the original pairs influence you going forward in your journey? Sounds like it made you a little more, let's try different things out and not sort of stick to the same styles you, you bought in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, just the, like, when in, when International Mail became undergear and it focused more on the underwear or it had more of a selection to it, um, that kind of helped because you were able to try more from you know the one place you didn't have to uh-huh. go hunt them and down hunt and find and whatever and they had all kinds of different styles they had you know bikinis and string bikinis and you know thongs waistband thongs you know everything you can think of so it was just a matter of availability and just abil- the ability to try and you know trust the quality because everything from them was so amazing for so long that it was just like i was able to you know try everything and awesome. find what I liked and find what I didn't. And there wasn't honestly a whole lot that I didn't like. And there still isn't a whole lot that I don't like. Except for boxers. Um, um, yeah, no boxers. Typically no briefs. No waistbands on anything. But that, that's what, that came on later. <laughs> that's after your journey was well underway. Yeah. So I was going to ask you what your current favorite styles are. But we know what your current favorite style is. It's thong. Since you have 400 of them. Over 400. So yeah. I'll ask you a different question. So my favorite style thong, though, this is a good one. Um, it's the Skinswear mm-hmm. M77. It's very specific. It is the Stuff It Pouch thong with Skinswear. Okay. It is absolutely my favorite. I think I have 49 of them alone. Wow. Um, something like that. 49 or 50. Yeah. I have one Skinswear that I bought two. It'll be two years ago this Christmas. And I don't remember which one it is. It's yes. a little black thong that they had for $20. And I'm like, I'll try it. That is the M77 then, most likely, because that's what? the one that they have on sale. That's a good thong. I will admit that. It's a great I thong, do. I think. And it's, I mean, for me, the pouch is the perfect size. For it's, some other people, it may be a little small. But it's, because I'm not a thong person. I usually wear them when I'm in a mood, not every day. And that one I tried, and I'm like, this is pretty good. I like the how the sides were and the back mm-hmm. and the pouch was really good too. So that's a, that's a good thong. I would agree it is, with that. It is a great one. And that's why I own just about every fabric they have in it. <laughs> and they probably know you when you place an order up, oh, up, oh, he's back. Probably. I mean, they're usually pretty big orders. And I, I typically only order like once a year now, right around February when they come out with their new fabric. And then I'll order okay. pretty much everything that I want from them. Well, they sometimes, do have some great colors. Sometimes, sometimes I'll wait until they come out with like a discount code so I could get take advantage of that too. But typically I just order what all they have 
in the beginning because they release, I think, their new stuff in February and then I order it and then I have it and then I don't need to order it again the rest of the year. Smart move. Very smart move. So to follow up on that question a little bit, why don't you like waistbands? Just curious. You know, this is probably going to get me into a little bit of trouble, but I think it kind of started with everyone's favorite brand, Andrew Christian. He started just putting these big, obnoxious waistbands on everything. And it was becoming like I was a walking billboard and I didn't want that for for myself or my underwear. So I prefer things that are not blatantly branded, maybe a little bit more subtle. So it really, I think it was, I think it really came down to like the Andrew Christian. But there's even pairs like Ergoware and some of their like waistbanded thongs and waistbanded bikinis and stuff that I just don't like to wear because I don't want to be their, their, or even Jor from, I think it's Chile or Colombia. Yeah. Um, I don't even, I don't want to be their, their like billboard. No, that's a common reason a lot of guys don't like the waistband. I've heard that more than once from different guys because they're like, I want my underwear. I don't want to advertise if someone sees it. It's more like a billboard to me. So that's that's definitely a valid reason not to like not to like the waistbands. And I feel like the elastic waistbands, depending on how they're made, they tend to also roll on the side if you have a little bit of mm-hmm. like love handle ish sure. situation going on. I really don't like how that feels when that happens. True. So it's just the no waistband thing is kind of a hard and fast rule for me. If it's got one, I'm not wearing it. Hey, we always say go with what you like. There are no no reasons you shouldn't in this day and age wear what you want to. And nobody should give you grief about it. And there's so much out there that I do like that I don't really need to suffer through pairs that I necessarily don't. Exactly. I agree. So you mentioned Ginswear. What other brands are you loving right now that's sort of been your must-have collection? Well, I recently received an, a rather large order from Giovanna Design. I absolutely love their stuff. Um, I don't like that it takes so long to get made and shipped, but I mean, the quality is so great and there's so much option available that it is definitely worth it. Some other brands that I like lately, honestly, I've been doing more custom stuff. So I've been working with Poppy Malo Gear and getting a lot of stuff from him. Um, I recently started ordering again from Muscle Skins. I was kind of turned off of his stuff for a little bit, but a friend convinced me to try one again, um, mm-hmm. and that has been going well. And I've since purchased several more. And then I'm working with a guy that I think you have interviewed on the podcast or are trying to interview on the podcast, Carl Wesley. He's running his own brand. His actually name is West, but he's, his brand is Carl Wesley. I'm actually working with him to create a custom thong that I have picked out several fabrics from some spandex places, and he's going to make those for me. Nice. Yeah, we we have connected, but we have not set a date yet. We're working on that. His stuff looks really cool. Yeah, I mean, he's busy haven't... with he's busy with a move. He had a, a big yeah. customer order. He's got my thing to do. So yeah, yeah he's we got connect some work too. We connected right when he was moving and he's like, let me get through the move. And he just sent me a message this week that he got moved and settled. So I've got a, I think I sent him a message back, but I need to follow up and be like, Hey, when we're going to do this, but podcasting, we have so many podcasts coming soon for you guys. So just stay tuned if they're not already out by the time you hear this one. 
It's a feast of podcasts. We're trying to get more and more brands on, new brands, smaller brands, so everyone can discover something different. So it's not just the same brands we cover, it's something new. And I think it's always good to hear from the people making it. We just did the Mware podcast and it came out this last week. So that was a good one to hear Matthew and how he runs his business, basically. Yeah, I mean, I I, I listened to that one and it was great. I love Matthew and Mware's gear. Um, Kind of the reason why I've done some custom stuff through Matthew as well. Kind of the reason why I went to or went with Carl Wesley this time is because he was local. He used to live in the Chicagoland area. So I was, you know, wanting to support a local business. He's recently nice. moved over to Indiana. So not that far, but kind of one of the reasons why I went with Carl Wesley is, is just to support a local business during pandemic. Exactly. Support your small underwear businesses, people. They may not be around. And I thought maybe I could save on some shipping if I could just go pick it up. <laughs> but now he moved. <laughs> no more saving on shipping. You're stuck now. But uh, from what I've seen of his stuff, it looks really cool. You told me about it. And then we've interviewed Dustin. I forget Dustin's last name. who just turned 30 this past week. Let me look it up. I am bad with names. Sorry, Dustin. Yeah, Dustin's one of the models that Carl Wesley uses for his site, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Scrolling. I'm through. Dustin James on the Instagrams. He brought him up. And then you brought him up and then someone else brought him up. So I was like, well, I've got to figure out who this person is and get them on the show. So we started talking. And that's one thing I'm liking about the podcast, too, is everybody's telling me, oh, you need to talk to so-and-so. You need to talk to so-and-so. So that's been great, too. Well, if you haven't gotten Avaristo on the podcast yet from Poppy Milo Gear, you should get that, too. I am not familiar with that brand, or at least I don't think so. So I'll get the information after we get done. Okay. Believe it or not, there are brands I am not familiar with, which I know shocked many people out there, but it's true. I can't keep up with everything. I mean, if you're following me on Instagram and, and Twitter lately, you should have seen Poppy Milo Gear because I've been wearing quite a bit of it. Well, I will, we'll talk after this and I'll get that information for sure because I like having brands on again. And it's just fun to hear how they do things. Like I said, with Matthew. I was expecting a really good podcast because I've known Matthew for a couple of years since he started his brand. And I followed him on Instagram even before that. And then to hear him in the business side, it was like, whoa, he's not just the design production. This person knows the business side. He is on top of it. So that really impressed me with Matthew even more so than his designs, which is cool because a lot of people in the underwear business come and go and don't know business. And well, one collection later, you're gone. Back to our questions. Again, there's never a tangent that I won't take. Sorry, people, but you know that already if you listen to the podcast. So are you open with your friends and everyone about underwear or is it something you kind of keep to the side? What's your what's how do you do that? I do try to keep my Instagram and Twitter away from family just because I have nieces and nephews who are of the age of they're getting on social media at this point. I don't think that's all that appropriate at the moment. So my Instagram is private. My Twitter is not, but I don't think it's connected to anything that my nieces or nephews are going to be able to use to find me. So my my phone number, my email address, none of that is connected to either of those accounts. So I'm kind of protected by that. There are a lot of friends who are now following me on Instagram and it's kind of 
a little unusual and I chuckle a little bit each time it happens where I see, you know, a, a unknown friend's Instagram page requesting to add or follow me. And I'm like, just send a message, little cheeky message like, hey, hope you enjoy seeing my, you know, butt a lot because that's what this is about. <laughs> but as far as family, you know, I'm not necessarily open about it. They all know. And this is actually a funny story that I, you know, kind of told you ahead of time that you may make sure I told. So one year, I have to say probably five moves ago, maybe 15 years ago, I was moving apartment and we were moving into this apartment building and my father grabbed a couple of boxes and was walking into the building and dropped them. And they're like these, like the white paper boxes, like, you know, Mm -hmm. so they weren't secured. They weren't taped closed. But it did happen to be the two boxes that I had stuffed my entire underwear collection into for that move. (laughs) And he dropped them and they exploded. Underwear everywhere. So there was underwear everywhere. My family was all over the place. I was mortified. I couldn't hide. I couldn't find anywhere to hide into. Like people... My new neighbors were coming out of the building and walking past, and there's my underwear all over the floor. Uh, my poor father was in shock, like, didn't know how to react at all. I was scrambling, just trying to minimize the damage and get everything contained back into the boxes. And the only thing my father said to me is, wow, they had everything but lights. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, to this day, the everything but lights joke is something my family likes to pull out of the repertoire at holidays and and family get-togethers. So for all the listeners out there, I am in the market for a pair with working lights. So I was about I can, to say, you need lights, you know, you so need that to I can underwear lights. So that I can now come back with, when they start pulling this out at me at family, at family gatherings, and say, oh, hey, I now have a pair with lights. Do you want to see them? So yeah, no, I we don't talk about it, but they all know just because they've all seen the carnage on the sidewalk of the new apartment building back then. I think most guys really don't tell their family just because it's family, but usually friends know and we've had some of the coworkers knew and I'm like, good lord. What kind of coworkers do you have? I don't think coworkers know. I don't tend to wear pants that would show them off. Um, my, t- my pants come up high enough that, you know, they wish they wouldn't show them off. I don't think they know. And so that'll move me into my next question. Our actual, our last question is how is wearing underwear each day? How has it boosted your confidence? What is it something about the underwear? Is it certain pairs? What about it boosts your confidence when you either wear it to work or on a date or whatever? Yeah. So wearing I mean, typically I, on a date, I, I would wear a thong just because that is what makes me feel the sexiest inside. And that kind of would show through on the outside. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where it comes from. It just it gives me confidence because I feel better about myself. And that kind of just carries through through every aspect of my life. Like if I'm having a really bad day, I sometimes try just to change the pair that I'm wearing to something that is a little bit more bright, colorful, cheery, just to see if that, you know, has an effect. And oddly, sometimes it does. Like, yep. 
if I'm wearing something that's darker and I'm having a really bad mood, it kind of just doesn't really help. But if I change into something that's a little bit more cheerful and bright and colorful, and maybe it's just the change itself, maybe it's not the the colors of the pair, but I typically pick a pair that's more colorful in that situation. But it does tend to help. It tends to kind of get kicks the edge off and kind of just turns the corner for the day and I can start afresh. So maybe it's just all mental. I don't know. It is. It is mental. I said in one of these, I forget which one, which brief tell who I mentioned this with. When I go on a first date, I usually wear really sexy underwear just to give you that mental boost that usually they're not. I think it was Danny when I did it. It's like they're usually not going to see the on the first date. Not always, but usually you're not going to see the underwear on the first day. It's like, hey, I feel great. This is extra little boost I need. Get over my nerves and actually go on the date. But well, that's as, long as, as long as you don't wear like gross underwear on the third date when they are going to see them. That's, oh, no. That's okay. you, you always wear good underwear, but you wear something. I just wear something super sexy. And then now that I've gotten older, I used to be like, well, I'm going to wear something a little more conservative. They're going to start to see it. Now it's like, Whatever, you're going to see whatever I got on. I don't really care anymore. This is what you're getting, so you can either accept it or move on. I would say that by the time that I'm about ready to let them, you know, see what I'm wearing, I do get a little bit more nervous about it just because, you know, thongs haven't quite gained the acceptance, even in the gay community, that I think they deserve. Um, True. So there could be a little bit of like, oh, you're wearing that? Like, I did have one guy that i was was dating one time and like we were already dating for a while and he came over and we were you know going to the bedroom and i was taking my pants off and he kind of like giggled at me and i wasn't i was just wearing like a a meshy type bikini from inti men and i'm like what is so funny he's like what the hell are you wearing and i'm like all right well mood kind of is over now like mood's kind of killed that wasn't so it was kind of like yeah and I'm looking at them like, you're wearing those loose-ass, nasty boxer briefs, so I don't think you have anything room to talk. But So there's always like that in the back of my mind, that like maybe this person isn't going to necessarily enjoy what I'm wearing as much as I do. Um, is there going to be any kind of fallout from it? So while I don't, it doesn't prevent me from wearing it at all. I do have that in the back of my mind, like when it's about time to, you know, remove the pants and other things other articles of clothing and they're going to see my underwear is this really going to be something but i mean by that time they may have seen me on instagram or twitter they may have seen me in the locker room i don't know it it is what it is at this point yeah that's the worst when you drop your pants and they're like what are you wearing i'm like what the hell Uh uh-uh you gotta go sorry you gotta go not in the mood gotta go i mean at, at, at some point with wearing a thong like I can drop my pants if my shirt's still on, and they may just think I'm freeballing if they see me from the back because they may not see the strap. True. And if they don't see the hips, like you know the 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 waistband part of the, you know the hips, they may think I'm just freeballing until I turn around, and then there's the pouches there, and they're like kind of confused. So I mean, it all depends on what they see and when and and how. Oh yeah, dating is a whole different other show. That's one we need to do soon. That's a good idea. I'll put that on my list because, yeah, oh, stories I could tell, but we won't. But I have one final question for you that's not on our list, but I want to ask it is you play tennis and you wear thongs playing tennis. Why do you prefer thongs over other underwear when you play tennis? 
So I have tried to wear just about any type of underwear while playing tennis, the bikinis, the, the jock, the thongs. I just think thong gives you the same support as a jock would without the annoying strap. I know everybody likes to watch, likes to wear, watch the USDA, the US Open, and all the big major tennis tournaments and watch, forget what his name is, watch him pick his jock strap out of his ass almost every time the camera's on him. That annoys the crap out of me, especially if it's me and having to do it to make it mm-hmm. fit right. Wearing a thong, it, it goes where it goes. It stays where it stays. And there's no having to mess with it. It's there. It's to give me the support that I need. And there's no having to mess with it. It's kind of like it's out of your mind. Like tennis is such a mental game that you have to really be in focus all the time and if you have extraneous things like your shirt or your shorts or just your underwear or you know like your shoelaces that are like taking you out of that mental space it really can have disastrous effects so i just decided to start wearing thongs because they're functional and they are out of mind and i don't have to worry about it and i can actually focus on you know, setting up the point and, you know, playing the, the match instead of messing with my jock strap or messing with pulling my, you know, breeze down over my ass so that I'm comfortable and I'm not getting a wedgie and, you know, that kind of stuff. That's a great answer. Very cool. Well, that wraps up all our questions. Thank you for coming on our show. It's of been, course, been time. scheduling it. You're going to hear him on one of our main show soon because we've already talked and he's going to be on one very soon it's just getting all all the ducks in a row i was on one a long time ago you were on with you on with andy who are you on with i think it was jay and Andy. jay that's right jay yes i remember that i knew i knew you were on one a while back because we did the thongs we started them back in 2018 and then We'd kind of do them sporadically whenever I remembered and go, oh my God, we haven't done a podcast in like four months. So now yeah. we're on a schedule and taking it seriously. It but was one of the OG podcasts. Yes. It was very much, hey, let's do a podcast. Who's available? Let's do something. <laughs> very not well put together. And now we have production values. Believe it or not, even though it may not see so at times to people, but we can actually do. I have questions written out. I have show notes. I have everything now. We're all professional. Yeah, but he'll be on soon and hopefully some of our other shows too. He may become one of our semi-regulars, which would be awesome. I am open to that. Because once COVID's over, the boys are going to go their separate directions and who knows what's going to happen next year. Andy will be laying out in the beaches with his thong and well, we may not see him for a few months. You can do a podcast from a beach. It's possible. It is possible. We do audio, so. And I have all of my opinions that I have to spread to the world. So I'm more than willing to come out of the That is one reason he will be on the podcast, because he does have an opinion. And, you know, people have their opinions, so why not? And there's really hardly any... I think the last time we had drama in the underwear world was when Tim Tebow became the spokesperson for Jockey. And that was like six years ago. And everyone went crazy, because he's like, ugh. How is he going to do? He's not going to be in his underwear. And he never got in his underwear. Mm. I'm like, how can you be an underwear spokesperson and not show in your underwear? I don't quite get it. But they were happy with it because they put out a statement going, we're happy with him and what he's done. And I'm like, he wore a t shirt. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. You put on none of your underwear. All right, whatever. Yeah. And boys went crazy and he shouldn't be doing it and blah, blah, blah. I'm not buying it. And I'm like, well, you weren't buying it before. So I don't see how you're not buying it now. It's going to help. Oh, well. So tell again our readers where they can find our readers, our listeners, where they can find you online. I am on Instagram and Twitter at Chai Thonger, C-H-I Thonger, for Chicago Thonger. That's what it means. If you don't follow him, go follow him now. So you'll have fun following him. And he's active on both. And we usually talk on Twitter and whatnot because I'm on Twitter a lot more. Yeah, I mean, it's it's usually the same content on both. So if you only want to follow one, I'm more than happy to only have you on one. But you're welcome on both. You're not doing separate content on separate social media channels? What's wrong with you? I don't have time for that. (laughs) I barely have time for the posts I put out now. And And lately, lately this, this week and this past whatever, I have been doing two posts a day because... I yes, have you so, have. I have so much underwear that is new and unworn that I am trying to get through. And I just made it worse because I got 22 pairs from Giovanna Design in this week. So I am going to have like a month of Giovanna coming up soon. I don't um, think anyone's going to be complaining. No, not usually. But like, I feel bad because I have all this stuff that I bought that I haven't shown off. And now I have even more. And there are more things that are on order that are coming. So, yeah, it's just going to be two days for a while. You're just going to have to do like I did with the podcast and make a spreadsheet and check them off. I actually did that already because I have, (laughs) I think I had like 18 or 22 pairs of stuff that was new that I already had. And I went through and scheduled them out on which days I was going to wear them and which which ones I was going to pair together kind of like for themes nice and then you know the Giovanna design order arrived which was a lot earlier than i expected it to happen i was hoping to have all the stuff that i currently have like worn and done before that arrived and i can just start pay to see the Giovanna design so i'm still planning on finishing out what i have and then i'll wear the Giovanna's design later and hopefully you know the skin fit order comes in later and all the other stuff that i have on order just like Come in later, or it'll just get squeezed in for random days to break up the Javon beside. It'll be like that. It'll come in early for one, just because you don't want it to. The way it always happens, it's 2020. The skin fit one, because shipping is so expensive, and there wasn't a whole lot that I wanted that would make would have made shipping okay. I actually like combined orders with a bunch of people. So smart. Some of them are kind of getting anxious about when they're going to arrive. And I keep telling them, we only placed the order two weeks ago. It's going to be at least a month for them to even make them. Even more so because it's a large order. They tend to do those slower, I think. And then it'll be, you know, shipping is usually pretty quick. I think it's FedEx. So once they ship it, once they make it, it'll get here quick. And then I'll get it out to everybody. But yeah, I tried that for the first time. It actually hasn't been that bad. Um, I think I got like nine people to order. And it was like a $600 order, something like that, at the end of the day. That's not too bad for them. Yeah, no. Not for nine people. I mean, the Javon design order that I placed was well over $800. And that's all for myself. Well, we're just going (laughs) to call you the sugar daddy of underwear. Yeah, I mean... I will eventually grow the collection again and then get tired of some of it and decide to do a purge because I, you know, feel like I have too much. Which, by the way, I just got rid of, like, getting rid of all the purge pairs. 
like last week. And now I'm growing another collection back to the level it was before the purge again. So it's really nonsense. I, I really need to stop and just enjoy what I have for a while and not be like, oh, look, this shiny new thing over here. I need to buy it. I need to try it. No, I need to just focus on what I have and, and enjoy what I have for a while. Well, so I may I may be on a hiatus for buying soon. Well, it's, we always say go with what you enjoy. That's all that matters. Makes yeah. you happy. I mean, I already have some orders planned. So, like, I know I'm going to be doing a lot of that custom stuff with Carl Wesley. And, you know, once that comes in, I think really that is going to be the last that I order for the year because I just need to settle down and, and you know, enjoy what I have for a while and go back and wear some pairs that are actually in the drawer instead of only wearing stuff that is new well, and going into only the drawer. because two more months of the year, so... You can pick up in January, buy more. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to have to take the year off. I may just do <laughs> like do an order from Skinswear and get whatever their new prints are that I like, and then take the year off from buying just because like I do have a large collection and I feel like a lot of it gets neglected. Like, don't really wear it. Um, there are some pairs in there that I don't wear very often every day, but those are the ones that I tend to pick for tennis tournament weekends and those are the ones i wear playing tennis so those are you know they're not so nice they're kind of a little a little ready but they're better designed they, be, they breathe better they like they're better for the sweaty environment of a tennis match so i tend to wear those there and they're like whatever so i don't wear those every day but like the everyday underwear that i do have in there that i don't really wear that often because i'm still trying to get through the unending mound of new stuff that I have and keep acquiring and you know new packages arrive so the mound gets bigger I need to get the mound to go away and then be able to like start going through and re-wearing some stuff that I have because I have a lot that I like but I just need to have time to wear it we heard it here we're going to keep him honest in 2021 and with, see if he buys to underwear and with the way things are with 2020 and COVID you know the two thongers weekends were canceled so that was a big a big change because I didn't have those two weekends where I could wear. You've you know, been to both. To 40 to, I have been to, to both, but it, I had a weekend where I could wear 30 to 40 to 50 pairs in that weekend and enjoy them and whatever and show them off. And I didn't have that at all because I didn't go anywhere where I could do that. I mean, I could do that at home, but nobody's going to see. That's and I would get annoyed having to take pictures of all that in one day. So I don't know. I just haven't done it. But I mean, I may end up sticking with the, you know, wearing two pairs a day for a while. That way I could just get through some of, you know, the new stuff. And then once the new stuff's gone, I could wear the old stuff the same way and, and go through it and wear it and enjoy it. Instead of having it just sit in the drawer, being neglected, being sad. Well, we don't want sad underwear. So get to wearing them. No sad underwear. Underwear's supposed to be happy and fun. Exactly. All the time. Makes us feel good. If there's anyone listening in Chicago and you feel like you don't know, you want to try thongs or you want to, you don't know what is out there, especially when COVID's over, you're, I would be more than happy to have you come over and go through my drawers. Many people have done that, tried them on, you know, all they like, all they don't like, and they've ordered from that. So I am more than willing to let you see what I have. Maybe it won't fit 100%, but you'll know that you'll need to be a little bigger, a little smaller gives you an idea before you just go out there and order in the dark and maybe 
you know, buy something that doesn't fit 100% or you don't 100% like because of whatever feature or, you know, the pouch isn't big enough or it's too big. Um, He's our own underwear ambassador. I have so much quote unquote inventory that you can look through and feel through and, you know, you can tell the difference. Like, for example, people have asked me what's the difference between the regular fabric with skinswear and the thin skins? Like, what, how different is it? Well, you can come over and actually feel it. I have both. I have plenty of... Um, See, that's... So you can tell. One thing we've talked about on the main show is shopping in person, where you get to feel it, you get to see it, you get to know how it is, as opposed to ordering it online and getting it where it's like, oh, I didn't know it was this. So that's really cool. Yeah, I think I have sparked a lot of people to order from SkinFit. I'm going to... Or not SkinFit, but like Skinswear. I think I'm going to like hit them up for some like commissions or royalties or something. Cause <laughs> you need, you need a lot an of affiliate sell. A lot of people have come through and said, Hey, I, I want to try this. What should I try? And like, well, here's the three different or five different models of thongs from them that I have. And here's what I like about them. Here's what I don't like about them. Like here's the, the pros and cons of them. Not, not really what I don't like, but the pros and cons of them. Here's the two different materials you they have available. The regular like lycra and then the their thin skins, which is thinner, a little looser, a little less, um, sometimes a little more sheer. Definitely if you get it wet, it's gonna be a little bit more see-through kind of thing. Um and it just lets you like decide what you want with with a tactile experience without having to just be like guessing. I need to hire you for the store. This yeah. is our underwear consultant. I can help you. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't carry everything that you have in the store. A lot of what you have That's in the true. store are the, a lot of, I've looked at the store several times, and a lot of the thongs that you have in there are the waistband thongs that I'm just like, yep, not going to buy Which those. He told me when I first started, don't like them, not going to buy them. Yeah, no, I just don't. Plus, I, I know what he I likes. I think part of it, like, over the years, so I did that year of the thong. I think we talked about it a couple of years ago on Twitter, a couple, yeah. a little while ago. I did the year of the thong on Twitter. Where I spent, I went from wearing thongs like 40% of the time, maybe. And I decided I was just going to do it every day of the year. And I was going to post on Instagram to keep, or Instagram and Twitter to keep myself honest and to, and to prove that I did it. So it was a challenge that I did for myself. Um, and I really haven't looked back. But over that year, I really developed a taste for what I like and don't like. And I would say that my taste has gone from, you know, any thong out there to like it's gotten a little skimpier in terms of there's what I'm looking for ideally. Nothing so wrong with skimpy. There's some pairs that I have that I really love and hate to get rid of, but I don't wear them there often because there's so much coverage. Like I really got wow. picky about the back coverage. Like if it is covering, you know, more than X square inches of my butt, I don't want it. I think I pointed that out on one day on one of your Instagram, I think I texted you and said, damn, that's a small thong. Yeah. I mean, but there's nothing wrong with skimpy. We all like what we like. And I think that's the good thing about underwear is right now there is something for everyone out there, no matter what you like. Do you like skimpy thongs? Do you like bikinis? Do you like boxer briefs, which there are people who do like boxer briefs, believe it or not. Not many that listen to this podcast, but there are. There's something out there for them. So, yeah, so I mean, I. Do. I even had from Skinswear the M84, I think it is. It's the Chikini. It's kind of a 
the hybrid of the bikini and the thong. I had two of those from like one of my initial, like probably my very first order with them. Um, I just gave those away to a very lucky Instagram follower. I just gave them away because I just don't wear them. I don't, I didn't like all of the coverage in the back and he enjoyed that more than the skimpier stuff. So by all means, I'll send it to somebody who's going to use it and wear it. Exactly. I mean, I don't want it to go to waste and sit there and be like, I'm sad. No one's wearing me, but like, I just didn't want to wear it because I didn't like how it felt on me. Like even, so, I mean, even now I wear bikinis once a day because, or once a week, because I have, you know, 80 or 90 of them and I just cannot get myself to get rid of them because I like them and I enjoy wearing them. And I'm like, well, so I couldn't purge them. I couldn't, I I got down to that (laughs) few and I couldn't get rid of any more. So that was like, I told myself, okay, I will keep these, but I will have to make sure that I wear one a week. So that's why Bikini Tuesdays started middle of this year. So I, I, on on Tuesdays, I wear bikinis. Well, pay attention people. Just to make sure that those don't go neglected and, and be sad. So cool. Well, we'll wrap it there. Um, hope everyone enjoyed the show. Thank you, Chris, for coming on. You'll hear a lot more from him soon on our yeah. podcast because Thanks. I love talking to Chris because he has his opinions and I just love that about him. So well, Thanks for having me and hope you all enjoyed. And we will be back at you soon with the new podcast. Uh, follow him again on Instagram and Twitter and have a great one, people. Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,